says the Gemara on the, the here we are, Pezayin Amal Aleph, 87a. Um, 87a, Pezayin. There was a big machlaik, it's exactly, so we know the dates, we know around which dates, and we know that the Torah was given on Shabbos. The big machlaik is exactly when and how things worked out. Um, says the Gemara, uh, I'll just start again from the top line. The Tlasa, this is according to the opinion of, so, so the, uh, the Gemara on the bottom of Pevav and Be'ez said there was a machlaikis between Rabbi Yaisi and, uh, and the Chachamim when Rishchidesh fell out. So Rabbi Yaisi, uh, uh, when Rishchidesh Sivan fell out. Rabbi Yaisi was the, the opinion that on Sunday, Sunday was Rishchidesh, um, and Sunday was the day they recovered they were still recovering from their trip out of a tribe. And on Monday, they were told to separate from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Or rather, Monday, they were told to separate, and then it would be three full days. But plus on Tuesday, at the top of our Gemara, the top of Pezayin uh, Amadalaf, on Tuesday, Amalahu, Moshe Rabbeinu told the Bnei Yisrael, Mitzvah Hagbala Ba'arba. And on the fourth day, you're going to have to separate. So on Tuesday, he prepared them for Wednesday. Uh, on the fourth day, they separated, and they separated Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they got the Torah on Shabbos morning. And that is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi of what they did the week preceding uh, the, the giving of the Torah. Rabban and Savri and Rabban held, betray b'shaba ikba yarcha. And in fact, Rishchidosh only fell out on Monday. Betray b'shaba ek b'yach. Says the Gemara, betray b'shaba la'yam l'hub la'midim shem chol shadarachai. And he didn't, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't give them any commands on Monday because they were weak from the trip. But Tlasa on Tuesday, amal l'hu, atem tiyu li, atem tiyu li, that you shall be these uh, holy kohanim. Uh, so that's already we see that a, a there was a machlekes Rabbi Yaisi and the Chachamim which day Rosh Chodesh fell out. Rabbi Yaisi held Sunday, the Chachamim held Monday, and then on Monday, according to Rabbi Yaisi, we had that they were already instructed that they're going to have to separate. And as according to the Chachamim, nothing happened on Monday; they were still recovering. On Tuesday, they were told to separate. On Tuesday and on Wednesday, they were told uh, uh, to. And on Thursday, they were told to separate according to the Chacham a day later. So it was really only Thursday, uh, Friday, and I guess Shabbos morning that they really were separated from their wives. So the Gemara asked the contradiction. The Pasuk clearly says in Shemais, the Pasuk says uh, that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell them today to sanctify, and tomorrow to sanctify themselves. And uh, so it was only two days. 
Wednesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday, not Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This price so contradicts Rabbi Yaisi. You held that it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That is not a problem. That possibly only tells you the amount of days that Hashem commanded the Bnei Yisrael to separate, uh, Moshe to tell the Bnei Yisrael to separate. But in reality, Moshe Rabbeinu added on an additional day. Moshe Rabbeinu added on an additional day on his own. And this is a very, very famous Gemara. Three things Moshe Rabbeinu decided on his own that this is appropriate. And Hashem afterwards agreed that that was the right thing to do. You know, usually so many times in Tanakh we find that Nevi'im and kings and tzaddikim were punished for slightly diver, uh, you know, cha- diverging or changing from what Hashem had instructed them. A kind of Gadol who did a slight different thing in the base of Mikdash was accused of being a tzaddoki, was being, uh, being a heretic. But uh, there were three things that Moshe Rabbeinu took the initiative and did on his own, and Hashem agreed that was the right thing to do. So it's, it's an incredible challenge to know when it's the right thing to change what what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had uh, commanded you to do. So what were the three things? Uh, he added on a third day to the Bnei Yisrael separation from each other, the husbands and wives at Hasinai. And he himself in Mitzrayim, uh, sorry, after Matan Torah, Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, separated, separated from his wife. Rashi's the Gamri. I'll just quote Rashi of Pirush Bin Aisha. The Gamri Lachamat and Torah, Miyad, Mishapirushim Kaverav, Shuv Tashmish. He never went back to living with his wife like a regular husband and wife after Matan Torah. The Shibra Saluchais. And he broke the luchas. So he, Hashem didn't command him to break them. He broke them on his own. He broke them on his own. The first, my darish, where do we see that he added on a day on his own? So we see the Pasuk says, a day and a night, just like the first day includes the night before it. So so too, the next day also included the night with it. Um, So it it must have included the day and then the following night, the following day with the night in between. So we see that we're adding on over here. that's what Moshe Rabbeinu, I guess, looked at. Moshe Rabbeinu analyzed it to say that there must be uh, there must be an additional time that they should separate. Um, just like Hayyim doesn't mean today, because it means the, the 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 rest of today and the next day, and that means the Macha means Friday. So he's he read into the Psukim the mention of an extra day of separation here. Where do we see that Hashem actually agreed? 
because the Shekhinah did not descend, the Divine Presence did not descend until the next day, until, uh, until Shabbos, to show that the Shekhinah was waiting for them to observe an extra day of holiness. Says the Gemara, uh, where do we know the story that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, separated from his wife? And that it was the correct thing to do. Uh, and this is what he said. The Jewish people who've never communicated with Hashem, except for that one time when we got the Torah. And still in order to prepare for that one moment that we had a so to speak, we spoke with God as Hashem spoke directly towards us when he gave us the Luchai, so he gave us the Torah. So, and they were courageous to separate three days in advance. But me, uh, I, who speak the whole time with Hashem, certainly it must be important for me to separate from my wife. So he basically realized that he's going until the end of his life, he's going to be communicating with Hashem on this level. And therefore, he knew that he, uh, he knew that he would have to remain in this elevated state of Kedusha, like the Bnei Yisrael had been commanded to do so and prepare to, prepare to talk with Hashem. And from where did we know that Hashem agreed to it. The Pasuk says, you tell the Bnei Yisrael, you tell the Jewish people, they shall go back to their tents, go back to their wives. But you shall stay here with me. Um, I have a shot. If that's the case, why did it take I guess, so what we're saying is, Moshe Rabbeinu, till he saw that there was a need to separate from his, his wife from the fact that the entire Bnei Yisrael had to separate. The Amri, another explanation is that it says, uh, mouth to mouth, I will, uh, I have spoken to you uh, in a personal way, um, and so it was more like a, it was more um, of a of a rebuke. It was more of a it was more of a rebuke that Hashem was saying, which is not like that brisa that we just learned. Um, so sorry, Moshe Rabbeinu saying that Hashem spoke to me afterwards as if to say. That he agrees, he agrees with my actions. Um, so it's, it, it, I think the first way is more, more explicit. And there was one more thing that was mentioned in that brisa. Shibres haluchos. Moshe Rabbeinu says broke the luchos on his own. My darish. What was the drasha? Where do we see this story alluded to in the Torah? Amar ma pesach shu echad mitayeg mitzvah if the carbon Pesach, the offering of the Pesach lamb, is only uh, one of 613 mitzvahs, 
and it says anybody who's a benechar, which literally translates to mean the son of a stranger. Rashi explains somebody who's not observing the Torah and the mitzvahs. Somebody who at that time is not accepting upon themselves the mitzvahs does not eat the carbon Pesach. If they turn around away from the entire Torah, uh, they, the whole Bnei Yisrael, they went to go do the golden calf, and and uh, all the Jewish people, except uh, Bnei Levi, uh, went and uh, served the golden calf. Allah has kama kama. So they certainly have turned away from Hashem and they can't receive the Torah. They can't eat the carbon Pesach. Koshkin, they can't receive the Torah. And we know in the history of where do we see in the Pesukim that Hashem actually agreed that this was the correct action, that it was uh, correct for Moshe Rabbeinu to break the Luchas. Shanema asher shibarta. That you have broken. What's the language? Asher. So Asher means that. It also means Yasher. The word Asher was placed there to allude to uh, the word Yashakayach that Hashem was saying to Moshe Rabbeinu. Yashakayach, correct. It doesn't, uh, that you have broken it. So we see that Hashem agreed with Moshe Rabbeinu's actions. But boy, that it, 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 it takes a That's you know, the expression, that's what separates the men from the boys. That Moshe Rabbeinu was able to realize this is what was appropriate to do, to break Hashem's luchas, is uh, incredible. And they prepared, we learned in the Bright that they were prepared three days before. So uh, the Pasuk itself seems to say that on the third day, they were, they, that on the third day, on, on Tuesday, they, 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 they prepared. And according to, uh, according to, uh, says the Gemara, so the question was, um, yeah, the, the, the question was that Rabbi Yaisi uh, said that on the third day was already the mitzvah of Agbalas Hasinaya and the Pasuk says um, uh, and the Pasuk says that uh, they would prepare on the third day that it was seems like it was more than that there's a Gemara that actually we know that Moshe Rabbeinu changed what the Torah commanded him to do Tashamat Says the Gemara, another Brisa let us prove whether Rabbi Yaisi is correct or in the order of the way things happened or the, um, or the Chachamim were correct. Uh, says the Gemara, Shlishi, when it says Shlishi, Shlishi B'Chodesh, V'Shlishi B'Shabbos, the third day of the month and the third day of the week. And according to Rabbi Yaisi, where Rosh Chodesh fell out on Sunday, so then it makes sense. But according to the Chachamim, who held that Rosh Chodesh was only on Monday, so then it couldn't have been, uh, it couldn't have been that Yom Shlishi would have been the second day of Sivan and not the third day. Um, says the Gemara, 
That brisa is in fact a group contradicting us because that brisa is according to the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, and therefore we, we, we know already that we argue with it. But it's not like you found a new Tana that agrees with Rabbi Yaisi, as we thought in the Hamunita. Third to what? Like we learned in the brisa. Uh, it says in the Pasik that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, brought back the, uh, the, the words of the people to Hashem. But it also says that Moshe Rabbeinu told over the words to Hashem. What did, so, so it says that Moshe Rabbeinu took the Hashem's words and brought them to the Bnei Yisrael, to the Jewish people. What were those words? What, what did Hashem tell Moshe? And what did Moshe Rabbeinu tell the Jewish people? So Rabbi learns that that exchange that took place, that the Pasuk describes that Moshe Rabbeinu reported to the Jewish people, the Jewish people responded back, was all about, um, uh, was all about, uh, was all about, uh, what was that exchange about? So Rabbi Yaisi held that it was about, Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda held that it was about the uh, commandment to separate. Rabbi Yaimeh, Rabbi says a fascinating explanation. Moshe Rabbeinu first came down and explained the punishments of the Torah to the Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu told them things that will shatter your mind. And in the end, at the end, he told them the reward for keeping the Torah. Things that keep people's interest, which sounds more like a reward than a punishment. Others learn differently. First, he explained the reward for keeping the Torah. Says the Gemara, second wide line down, Pezayin and Aleph. Vayeshev is a language of uh, settling, and he told them things that settled their mind. But in the end, he told them the punishments. Things which are difficult for a person, as gidin, which is some type of uh, wood. Tashima. So the Gemara wants to know another brisa, what it says, what days the events happened. Shishi, the Pasuk says on the sixth day, Shishi b'choyda, Shishi b'shabbos. The sixth day was the sixth day of the month, which was the sixth day of the week, Friday. Rabban, that again, that again lines up with the opinion expressed earlier of Rabbi Yaisi. Yeah, that Brisa is Rabbi Yaisi. You didn't bring me a proof. Sheish Lamai, sixth day uh, for, for, for what? What was the, uh, uh, what was the sixth day? Rabba Amar, Rabba Amar It was the sixth day from when they camped, says the Gemara on the top of Pei Zayin Amid Beis. 
that it was the sixth day of their, from the time that they started their travels. Um, so just, uh, so, so it was the sixth, so according to the first opinion, um, they, they camped on Rosh Chodesh, and it was six days, the, the Yom HaShishi described in the Pasuk was the sixth day from when they stopped traveling. According to uh, Yaakov, it was the sixth day from when they left Rafidim, from when they left the last destination. Um, and, and so therefore, that's how they both have a way of explaining the Psukim of the sixth day, counting the sixth day. And what they do argue about is um, what was commanded by Sh- uh, the Shabbos in Mara. As the Pasuk says, when you shall keep Shabbos like you were previously commanded, like you were commanded when you uh, stopped off in Mara, as you were given it a Shabbos earlier. Savar Shabbos if good at Shabbos if good. Vam Rabbi Yehudam Rav Kashatzivcha b'Mar Mar Savar at Shabbos if good that Chumim lo if good. One opinion holds that on Shabbos they were had received the command of Shabbos, but they didn't receive the command of Chumim, so they knew all the malachas that were forbidden to do on Shabbos already before, but uh, they didn't they didn't know that there was such a thing as boundaries. So therefore, they were able to depart Rafidim on Shabbos, and uh, as they were never commanded not to travel. So you were allowed to travel outside the city limits, even on Shabbos. But the first opinion who holds that the sixth day of counting is the sixth day. uh, Sorry, the second opinion would hold that they couldn't travel on Shabbos. So the sixth day can't be the day, sixth day of camping because they wouldn't have had enough time to arrive at Sinai from Rafidim. And therefore, the sixth day held that it was the sixth day from when they left Rafidim. So they uh, left on Sunday, and they arrived on Friday. Toshima. Nisan Shaboy Yatsi Som Tzrayim Ba'arba Asr Shachtu In the year that we left Mitzrayim, we're about six, seven lines down on Pezayin and Bez, 87b. The year that we left Mitzrayim, how did the days fall out? And even this will be a machloikas. Uh, somebody had asked me, though, before Shavuos, they're very bothered that there's so much machloikas, even about the basic events that occurred. Tashema. Nisan Shaboy Yatsu Yisrael Mitzrayim, that month that we left, the year that we left Mitzrayim, Ba'arba Asu Shachtu Peschayim, on the 14th day they shechted their carbon Pesach. Ubechamisha Asar Yatsu Yatsu, and on the 15th day they went out. Ula Erev, that night, Laku Bechayres. It's from this rice, it seems like it went out before Makas Bechayres. Says the Gemara, La Arab Sakadaita. Could it be that the it happened, the Makas Bechayres happened only that night after they had left? Elam, 
says the Gemara, Ela'ema mi be'erev. From the evening before, that the night before they left was when the Bukharas started dying. Parah got scared. He said, go. They said, we're not going to leave in the middle of the night. We're going to leave in the morning. And that next day, so it was a Thursday. So they got Marcus Bukharas happened on Wednesday night. So right. So according to what we're saying, um, the fourteenth they shechted the Pesach was a, was on a was on a Wednesday, um, and they left Mitzrayim on a Thursday. If the fifteenth of Nisan was a Thursday, then Rishchodesh Iyar should have been Shabta, would have been Shabbos. So it wouldn't have been that Shabbos, it would have been the next week Shabbos, right? Or in two weeks from then. 15th was Thursday, 17th was Shabbos. So then two weeks later would have been Rosh Chodesh Ir on Shabbos. And Rosh Chodesh Sivan had to fall out on uh, Sunday the, the following month. That is the Gemara, Kashra That's a riot Rabbi Yaisi that goes against that goes against the Chachamim who held that Rosh Chodesh was only on, uh, on Monday. Um, if, 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 if assuming years 29 days long, that year they made ER into an extra long month and they added on a 30th day to the month of ER and Rosh Chodesh wasn't on Sunday but on Monday. So it seems like the Machleik is Rabbi Yaisi and the Chachamim goes all the way back to understanding uh, what day Rosh Chodesh Iyar, what day, Rish, uh, how long the month of Iyar was. Tashema, the loy avruha nisan shaba yatsi somim tsayim ba'arba asa shachtu again. Tashema, the loy avruha nisan. We learned in a brisa that in fact they did not uh, they did not make Nissan into an extra uh, an, an extra long month. Um, this, so this brisa mirrors what we had in the brisa earlier, but let's see where we're going with this. So so far we know that this this brisa also taught us that uh, the bnei Yisrael left Mitzrayim on the fifteenth. That we know from the pasuk that the fifteenth was Hamishi b'Shabbos was Thursday. Nisan, Nisan was completed. So then that Brisa taught us um, that that uh, that Rosh Chodesh Iyar that 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 that
proves to be a kasha a challenge to the Rabbanon. Says the Gemara, Hamani Rabbi Hamani Rabbi That price is also in accordance with Rabbi Yaisi, who holds that Rishchaydish was on Monday. So it seems like, see, you know, what do you want us to accomplish? I guess you have to ask yourself. Chachamim and Rabbi Yaisi were both Tanaim. They were both on the level to argue with each other, to argue with a Mishnah, and to argue with a Brisa. So what are we accomplishing the whole time by saying that, oh, we have a Brisa that contradicts the Rabbanon? They don't care. They have the authority to argue. However, if you could prove to me that there's a Stam Mishnah or a Brisa, which is not the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, that's against the opinion of the Chachamim, so then already the opinions of the individuals are piling up and the Chacham could find themselves no longer the, you know, where everybody agrees with them. Then already that would be a kasha. But so far the Gemara has pushed off that possibility by saying each time that uh, each time um, they, they it, every proof that you find me, every brysa that you find me, that's a proof not like the Chachamim is in fact just another Brisa, authored by Rabbi Yaisi, who we already know, is the one, so far, the lone wolf that argues with the Chacham. But if it would be others, it seems like that would be a question whether we would still follow the Chacham. Amr of Papa. Tashima. If Papa wanted to bring a proof. Vayisu me'elem vayavu kaladas b'nei Yisrael. Says in the Pasuk and Shmois describing their travels when they left Mitzrayim that uh, they arrived in Hasinai from a place called Elam. And they arrived in And the Pasuk says, in fact, that it was on the 15th day of the month of Iyar. Says the Brahisa was Shabbos. That it was the morning and they saw the glory and the honor of Hashem. Uh, and they, uh, they, so they must have, um, uh, they, they saw the honor of Hashem as that they, they were told that day uh, that they complained about the man and, uh, and they wanted man immediately and it started coming the next day. Must be because that day was Shabbos. And they were told you're going to gather this month for six days. I mean, for six days. So we know that the Shabbos, that they, the 15th of Iyar was a Shabbos, which they spent in, in Elim. And then they spent another week there. If the 15th were of Iyar falls out, on a Shabbos, so two weeks later is going to be the thirtieth, and Sivan is going to be on. Sivan uh, uh, is going to be, sorry, two weeks later is going to be the fourteen days later, twenty ninth, and Sivan Rishchayish Sivan is going to be Chad b'Shabbos on Sunday. Kashler Rabbanon again. That's another brayso lining up with the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. It's possible that that Shabbos was actually the thirtieth. So the Gemara again tried to establish a brisa from another uh, source. So, uh, sorry, Shabbos would have been the 29th, 
but doesn't mean that Rosh Chodesh was on Sunday. Because for perhaps they added on an extra day and made Sivan uh, year 30 days long. And Rosh Chodesh Sivan was on Monday in the opinion of Chacham. And therefore that b'risa does not uh, bring any proofs against a Chacham. Says the Gemara, let us look at this following pasuk. It was the first month, in the second year, the Mishkan was put up in the second year of being in the Midbar, in Nisa, right? Rishchidosh Nisa was the Hakamas HaMishkan. And we learned in a Mishnah or in a Brisa that 10 crowns uh, were taken on that day. Um, what were the ten crowns? At the Maisa Beratius, Tana Azia Nittel Esa Taras, Rishon the Maisa Beratius. The first crown was for Maisa Beratius, um, as it was uh, that day was on a Sunday. So that was Rishchidosh Nisan was the first for 10 different things Rishchidosh Nisan was the first. And the first thing that was done on Rishchidosh Nisan was the world uh, was created uh, on the first day. Rishon L'Masa Beratius. Rishon L'Nesiyim. It was the first day that the Nesiyim uh, were, were consecrated, were elected. The leaders um, would bring their offerings. Rishon L'Kohuna. It was the first day of the Kohanim serving as the priests in the base of Mikdash, as opposed to the Bukharim. Rishon La'avoyda, first day that service was performed in the Mishkan. Rishon L'Yiridisa Eish, it was the first day that the fire came down onto the Mizbeach from Shemayim. Rishon L'Achilis Kachim, the first day they ate uh, animals which had been sacrificed as kachim. Risha in Lishkan Shechina, first day that the Shechina dwelled constantly in the Mishkan. Risha in Levarach Yisrael was the first day of the Kohanim, of Bechus Kohanim, that the Kohanim gave brachas to the Jewish people. Risha in Leiser Habamais was the first day for the uh, prohibition to make private mizbeach, which until then you could bring a sacrifice to Hashem on a private altar, but once they had the Mishkan, it was forbidden. Rishim Lechadashim, first of the month. Nisan is the first in the order of the months. Midrash Yach and the Nisan, the High Shasa, Chad Shabbos. Ishtakid Bedalad Bishabbos. Says the Gemara, and that year, the second year that they were in the Midbar, the Rishchidosh Nisan took place on Sunday, right? That was one of the 10 things. So if you reverse the calculation, you'll come that the previous Rishchidosh Nisan had to be on a Wednesday. The Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa, taught us, that there's no difference between one year and the next year, um, the, the days of Rosh Chodesh will fall out, fall, the days of the Yom Tov will fall out 
up to four days apart. Um, there are four days of the week. Hey, but if it was a leap year, it was five days. And how did, what does this mean? And the Gemara explains. How would lay reish yarcha de er if it was rishchodesh er mali shabta if rishchodesh er fell out on a Friday reish yarcha de sivan shabta and rishchodesh that means rishchodesh sivan would fall out on Shabbos kasha bein the rabbi bein rabbanon even according to rabbi yosi that's a problem as neither one says that it happened on Shabbos. Either Sunday or Monday, but Shabbos, nobody holds that way. Says the Gemara. So if Rishchidosh, in the next year, if Rishchidosh Nisan fell out on uh, on a Wednesday, so then the first year it had to be uh, on on a, a four days earlier than that, uh, or five days earlier than that. Um, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara that in fact, according to that whole Bryce that you told me that there's a four or five day gap between the years is in fact not according to the Chachamim of Rabbi Yisrael or the Chachamim, as they held that the first seven months of the year that year were only 29 days long. Um, the Shiva Chaserin Avod at both seven seven months were were twenty nine days long, and therefore that would throw off the calculation of year to year, because the the, the calculation is assuming some months are twenty nine and some months were thirty. Says the Gemara on the top of Avod, but according to the Chachamim, in fact, eight months were Chaser. Uh, and now, uh, Rosh Chodesh would not have fallen out on Friday, but in fact, uh, uh, it, it could have fallen out on Monday, like the Chachamim learned. So the whole calculation that Achirim made, based on the next year that the Pasuk tells us, that what happened on the next year, that it was the first day of the month that the Mishkan was put up, and that day was Rishchodesh Nisan, and it was on a and it was on a uh, uh, that that whole calculation that brought us to think what to figure out what day Rishchodesh was the year before won't work according to Rabbi Yossi and according to the Chachamim because they learn that although normally you have Chasam Male Male you'll have a twenty nine day month and then a thirty day month and then a 29-day month, and then a 30-day month. But in fact, it didn't work like that in the beginning of, uh, it didn't work like that in the beginning of um, th- th- that year that they left Mitzrayim, as rather the first seven or eight months, depending on whether you hold like the Chachamim, or you hold like Rabbi Yaisi, were all Chaser 29-day months in a row. And therefore, you, uh, you will have a, uh, a, a lopsided calendar, and you will not be able to calculate uh, what day Rosh was the year before from the next year.
that concludes this uh, this Gemara. But the Gemara continues uh, tomorrow on the top line with the discussion of when Matan Terah took place and the other events that happened at that time.